Good morning, everybody. This is Joe Moran with the Joe Moran Show. Excited to be here on a lovely Wednesday. Uh, we've got a full slate, so let's get started. The things we're going to talk about on today's show, and we're just going to dive right in, uh, is response to the testimony from Paolo Mnuchin uh, from yesterday. want to cover that, some of the items discussed Um you know, not a lot of new information, certainly, but uh, interesting talking points as it gives us a window into the administration's thinking and the Fed's thinking over the next, let's call it 30, 45, 60 days. I want to talk about the polling. Um, we're starting to get some new polling information that's coming out regarding the election. Um, and it's and it's relevant because of Ginsburg's passing away, um, unfortunately, last week. So, you know, these these polls that are coming out do have relevance. But the question is, are they just short term or are they long term trends? And then we've got even the debates next week. So. Who knows, right? Who knows what happens? There's going to be a lot of moving pieces and um, a lot of moving parts over the next two months, um, especially post-election, which which I do want to talk about. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. So that's, that's today. And then England and Great Britain are tightening up uh, the restrictions um, regarding COVID. And I want to talk about that as well. So full slate today, ready to get ready to get started. Um, I mean, there's there's just it's such a critical time. Um, It's hard to overstate what all of this means long term. Um, you know, this isn't just another year, right? It's a pivotal year for the future, um, I would say over the next 20 years within this country. It is that important. What's happening is changing the landscape. Um, and we're not done yet, right? So let's get started. So the testimony yesterday between, you know, from Mnuchin and Powell in front of, in front of Congress, honestly, I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't anything groundbreaking, right? Um, both Powell and Mnuchin, believe that additional fiscal support is necessary. Mnuchin is calling for direct support to help small businesses, children, education system, right? So more of a targeted support program. Um, you know, that's nice, but 
that's not going to get it across the finish line, right? Um, there's just no question that that's not going to get it done. You know, there's still, let's call it 11 million people, according to Powell, that don't have jobs. I mean, the, but, and, and, and that's, 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 that, that's a great number, right? Um, but I mean, we know that the continuous claims data was 13, 14 million. And we also know that 29 million are still receiving some form of governmental assistance. So it's much worse than the 11 million that Powell is, uh, is talking about. And if you look at, and it was interesting, if you kind of, there was some news yesterday, I think it was yesterday, the day before on overall household um, wealth exceeding 7 trillion in the U.S. I mean, yeah, if you have stocks, if you have assets, your net worth is going up. The problem is most of those assets are held by the minority of the country, right? By a small percentage of the country. And so when you hear when you hear things like this, yeah, it's great, but all it is is wealth concentration, right? It is wealth concentration. So it's hard for me to get excited about that when you know that 29 million people are out of a job um, and on some form of governmental assistance. I can't get excited about it. I just can't. Um, you know, it sounds great, record high, but we know what's happening, right? We know that the printing and the quantitative easing is inflating these assets. And so it's, you know, the, the people that hold the assets are doing okay, right? They're feeling pretty good about themselves. But if you're not holding the assets, then you're stuck, right? You're n this isn't a winning formula. And I really think that the this administration is never going to hint that there's anything negative going on, right? They're going to fucking say it's sunflowers and, and roses everywhere, right? Um now you start peeling back the onion and you know that just isn't the case, but they're never going to give you the truth, right? They're never going to say, look, there's some real challenges out there and these are the things that we're willing to do and we're going to do to fix it. That's not what, that's not how it works with this administration. And so all of these conferences, these testimonies, I mean, 90% of it, 90% of it is fluff, Right. Now, Powell yesterday continued to beat the drum that additional fiscal support's needed. Um, you know, the recovery will go faster if there's additional fiscal support. The reality, again, is the fiscal report that was done in July is running up. It's running out. It's going dry. People were saving that money, right? And they weren't necessarily spending it, but as they spend it now, because again, you got 13, 14 million people that were filing continuous claims, additional new million claims every week, and 29 million people on unemployment, or some, sorry, not on unemployment, but some form of government assistance, then you realize that there's going to be a gap and that additional work has to be done. Now, I, you know, when we started this show, what, probably 
20 days ago, you know, two or three weeks, you know, three, four weeks ago, you know, I was adamant that they were going to get the fiscal, that it was going to get passed. Um, and especially given that the government needed to be funded at the end of September, right? Pelosi didn't hold that gun uh, to the government's head, right? They didn't, they didn't, they had to fund the government. Um, or else, you know, you would get crushed, right, in the election cycle. And so they passed it. But I'm now, you know, I'm 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 of the belief now that I don't think that I don't think it gets done. Um, Ginsburg, I mean, and we've seen we've seen the Republicans and how and how they prioritize getting things across the finish line. If it has to do with concentration of power, they move very quickly. If it has to do with helping the citizens be successful, they move very slowly, right? So Ginsburg passed away, and the Senate is going to focus primarily on getting the Supreme Court confirmed, justice confirmed, before the election, That's what they're going to focus on. They're not going to give a shit. Pardon my language. About fiscal. Until the election cycle's over. I don't think they will. Um, you know, I think McConnell is basically saying, look, guys, we're just not going to spend our time on it. You know, especially with their half-hearted attempt at $650 million. Um, and they're just going to kick the can down the road until post-election. You know, we'll figure out who wins. Uh, and that'll lead us right to the right answer um, in terms of how much and, you know, what the methodology is, if it's helicopter money, whatever. But uh, I, I'm now of the belief that they don't get it done. And, and it, frankly, it doesn't matter how much Powell, you know, beats the drum. They're just not going to get it done. And the stock market, the stock market is going to have extreme volatility leading up to the election cycle. I mean, the dollar this morning is ripping up. It's ripping up. Today alone, today alone, there's about a 40 kind of pip move just today. The low was at 93.93. The high was 94.31. And it's right around 94.30 right now. It's it's going to get, it's going to, um, there's going to be a lot of pain, right? There's going to be real pain there. And there's, there's really just, there, there's really just going to be a lot of volatility. And, I expect it to happen all the way up through the election cycle and probably through mid-December. Trump is not going to get some huge tailwind from the stock market. It's not going to happen. doesn't matter how hard he beats the drum, 
how hard he tries to pump the market. Tonight he announced a press conference, 6 p.m., to talk about vaccines, the Supreme Court, the market, the robust economy. It's a market pump. He knows he's not getting the stimulus. At least I think he does. Right? I mean, they are going to be full-throated, full-throttled on the Supreme Court. And so he's going to be out there every night trying to pump the market. Uh, but I think the market's telling you, look, guys, we're running out. We're out of steam. The dollar's going up, so the dollar's ripping up. That's a flight to safety. That's what that is. It's a flight to safety. I mean, again, it's moved 40 pips today. Over the last four days, it's up 1.5%. 150 pips. Four days. And so there's going to be extreme volatility in the market. Um, you know, whether it's up, whether it's down, whether it's just trading in some sort of a range. But I don't think I don't think it just goes up, up and up over the next 45, 60 days. I, I don't think it will. Um, because what's happening is the market eventually is going to price in and I think it's already doing it, but. So it's pricing in no stimulus before the election. And then it's going to price in. It's going to price in chaos. You know, and it's really sad because you hear these conferences and or these rallies with Trump and Pence doing interviews. I mean, they're already talking about a challenge, right? So if Biden wins, they're going to challenge it straight to the Supreme Court. I mean, they're telling you what they're going to do. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable that they're already saying they're going to contest. They're already saying it. And... It's really going to come down to what's the margin of victory for Biden. I mean, does it need to be 5% on the popular vote? Is Does it need to be a bloodbath for Trump not to contest it? I mean, they're going to try to jam through the Supreme Court justice. And Trump thinks it's going to help him, right? When the votes, when the votes come against him, that's what he thinks. So there was a poll today: uh, three thousand likely voters, twenty nine hundred, um, you know, Florida. So just came out, you know, you have the news from Ginsburg, so it's in there, and Biden was up three percent, right? That's one poll, and that's Florida. Wisconsin, you know, it's three days old, but Biden's up 9%. Pennsylvania, Biden up 4%. Now, there were some other polls that just came out. And this was, this was really actually 
pre-news uh, of Ginsburg, but just came out today from the ABC Washington Post with likely voters. Trump's up 4% in Florida, up 1% in Arizona. Now, if you take real voters, so not likely voters, but real voters, then Biden's up by 1% in Florida and 2% in Arizona. So, you know, the polls are going to move a little bit um, as it gets closer. Again, I think that there aren't, I, 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 don't, I don't think there's any undecideds, you know, maybe 1%. Right. I mean, it is a small number that is undecided. Right. But there should be and there's likely to be some fluctuations, again, as you have different voter pools and, you know, whether it's likely voters, actual voters, what have you, you'll have some fluctuations in the data. But. Does does Biden need to win by does Biden need to win by five, six percent? And what happens? You know, Trump pushes through three some three Supreme Court justices this during you know the last four years, and you know Roberts was kind of the breaker, right? He was the tiebreaker, a conservative. And what happens? When it's now six to three in terms of conservative versus, you know, kind of let's call them liberal judges, even though that's not how they should act. But let's talk about it. So three versus six, Trump loses by five percent. They try to throw out some ballots, right, some mail in ballots because he's going to cry foul. I mean, we know what he's going to do. Do the judges... anchor back to Trump because he put him in that position or do they vote based on the actual law and rely on the states I mean you're not going to have hanging chads right I mean I uh, that's not what's going to happen Trump's going to say oh there were 500,000 people that voted by mail we can't do vote by mail Right. I mean, the good news is a lot of their challenges up to this point, whether it's in Nevada, Wisconsin, various states, they're failing. Right. So that's good news. But, you know, the question is, at what point, at what margin of victory is required for Trump to not have to feel like He's getting screwed and he just lost. I mean, I think it's got to be, I mean, I think it's got to be four or five percent, five percent. I mean, he's got to win by four or five percent in the popular vote. I mean, it, it, it needs to be a bloodbath. And even if it's a bloodbath, he's going to kick and scream. He's a child. He's a child. He's not going to bow out. I mean, it needs to be a full-fledged sweep. And at that point, maybe you'll have advisors and McConnell 
and you know Pompeo and the people that he leans on Kushner you know say look you're just not going to win it and he just walks right I mean I don't know how else we exit this nightmare but we're starting to get data so that's interesting um it looks consistent. I don't think, again, I don't think it changes the answer, right? I don't think the Supreme Court changes the answer at all. If anything, I think it motivates the Democratic Party, right? We'll see. We'll see, but that's what I think. That's what I think. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of moving pieces. A lot of moving pieces. I'm going to be looking forward to the polling data. I'd look at it on 538. It's got a very good um, user interface for looking at the information. Um, so that's 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 my source for looking at the poll data. The last thing that I really want to cover for today is Boris Johnson. So yesterday he comes out and he's like, guys, we got to make some changes because the current infection infection rates over one virus is spreading faster hospitalizations have doubled in the past two weeks they're nervous about the winter time and it's spreading and they're trying to put some measures in place to mitigate it um so what are they doing right so they're telling uh workers to go back work from home They're increasing penalties for not wearing a mask. Table service only beginning tomorrow. So no more bar activity. They're limiting the amount of people that can attend weddings, funerals. Spectators can't go back and watch sports in person. I don't think the populace will listen to a full-scale shutdown, especially while Sweden, I mean, there are a lot of people died, right, because of the herd immunity uh, in Sweden. Um, A lot of people died. But... But they've reached, essentially herd immunity um, I mean it's basically it, they're, they're basically out right and it's going to be hard for the United Kingdom for Europeans for Americans and the rest of the world 
to stomach it's going to be harder for them to stomach severe lockdowns I don't think they do it I don't think the people do it um, I really don't you'll have chaos in the streets you're going to have protests I mean it is going to be a terror so we'll see what happens but Great Britain I mean they're on their way to another lockdown and if they can't get that contagion rate below one that R rate, then they're going to have real issues, real issues. You know, a couple, a couple things that, um, a couple things that just, just came out and we'll talk about it. Um, we'll dive in, we'll dive in more tomorrow, but there's a quote that Powell basically is saying they've done basically all the things that they can think of. Now, what's interesting is last week when he had his conference, you know, he was saying there's a lot more that can be done. We can do we can do a lot more, but <laughs> apparently not. So we'll we're gonna dive into this. Um, tomorrow some of these quotes some of this activity um, that's coming out from the various fed presidents because it's important um, another thing that's of note which which we'll dive in you know a little more in detail tomorrow is the venezuelan regime wants to share the revenues of local bitcoin miners is what it looks like and What does that mean? Right? So it's going to be regulated and controlled by the government. You have a national pool, potentially. Then does Bitcoin become their unit of account in Venezuela? So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but it's worth it's it's worth our attention. That's for sure. Um, and honestly, it's probably the right move for Venezuela because then you don't have to worry about the mass fluctuations in price, right? You can eliminate the inflation problem um, if they do that. So we'll see. Uh, interesting. The dollar is starting to come back a little bit um, after its massive kind of run up to 90, 94.31. It's at 94.20. So it's starting to pull back a little bit. Um, but, you know, I just think we're going to have volatility through the contested election. You know, I mean, I hope we're not there, but it just looks to me that Trump is going to just contest it no matter what. He doesn't have. I mean, he's telling us that's what he's going to do. So we'll see, right? We'll see. Um, 
we'll see. Not great answers, but it's what we're dealing with. Um, and that's really it for today's show. A lot of moving pieces. COVID lockdowns, are they happening? Powell and Mnuchin saying, yep, we need more stimulus. And now Powell's telling us that he's running out of ideas. Not good. Not good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The next, the next 60 days are going to be unlike anything, I think, that we've ever seen before. And it's... <laughs> I don't know. Just buckle up. Hold on to your seat. Because it is going to be unlike anything that we've seen before. It just is. It just is. So, buckle up. Buckle up. Until tomorrow, let's keep our ears to the grindstone.